Hello, welcome back to Let's Travel Baby Podcast. Thank you again for joining me on another episode. Uh, today's episode, we are going to be covering skincare and how to manage it when traveling before and after. So the podcast will go an idea of what I think skin problems are and how to take care of your skin and then we'll end on bonus tips and we'll be done and also thank you so much for the positive support i had on my instagram recently i appreciate it so i did a poll on my instagram and i asked what people were interested in hearing and i got an overwhelming response for skincare i think a lot of people don't talk about kind of the details of skincare and how to manage Um, that with traveling I think people just post pictures and that's it so um, I'm really excited to talk about this it's kind of put on a back burner when it comes to like insecurities and stuff I it's a really hard topic to talk about it's my biggest it was my biggest insecurity before I cured it if you guys knew me personally if you knew me in high school my skin was hormonal and cystic it was really really aggressive and I didn't know what was happening Um, but I just want to tell you if you're going through skin problems right now I just want to tell you that it's your gift and I know you're gonna be like uh what but let me explain so we all have that like person in our life that's basically doesn't wash their face Or they can go nights without, you know, removing their makeup or just having a skin routine. They get horrible sleep. They drink tons of alcohol and their diet is absolute shit. They can have chocolate. They can have milk. They can have anything. And it does not have any indication on how perfect their skin is going to be every day. Uh, Those people are are like, girl, just wash your face with Neutrogena grapefruit. I'm like, (laughs) we all have those people. Like, if you have skin problems, you're really lucky because the skin is our biggest organ and I believe it has an immediate connection with what's happening inside with our brain we're kind of able to voice out the things in our conscious and but our body doesn't really have a voice it kind of lets us know through pain and through different kind of symbols but I don't know, I think acne is like one of those symbols where it kind of lets you know that something is happening within your body that you need to fix for me it was animal products me and animal products i can't consume animals um yeah i don't push anything i don't push veganism onto everybody i don't think it is for everybody's body type i think um and also like more so i don't care (laughs) i don't care about like what other people are doing with their bodies i know that sounds kind of like selfish but i just i don't have the time to like go and yell at somebody about them eating a burger to each their own really for me I had to do veganism because my skin like I seriously would eat like oatmeal with like the tiniest bit of whey powder and my skin's like nope we'll let you know like thanks so it's an immediate kind of symbol that something is wrong and then it's an immediate symbol that you can also fix it so I think we all knew that like when that big milk craze came along and everybody started cutting out milk they realized that it was a lot acne was attributed to milk hormones 
um, especially or even if it wasn't, we're the only species that drinks other animals' milk, and we're also the only species that drinks milk after um, being a baby. So <laughs> it's kind of weird, and I would just say that was like a huge indication, an example that skins are great notifications. I mean, we get notifications on the front line of our phone all the time, and it's like, hey, something's going on. Why don't you check it out? So it's the same way for our body, and if you have that connection with your body and your body talks to you that way, I think you should be very grateful to say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You were helping me out. There's something going on and we can fix it. So with that being said, traveling is similar in that regards to where your skin kind of does freak out because it's like, oh, where are we? I haven't got any of my sleep. My circadian rhythm is thrown off. That means that my hormones, my sleep schedule, uh, my brain activities, peaks, you know, all that stuff is thrown off. What the heck? So I think that's primarily why skin kind of evokes the freak out tantrum during traveling. And I'll give you some best ways to fix that. So I believe that with anything in life, preparation will always save you. So my preparation kind of starts in the plane and I just want to kind of break down what goes on in a plane. So the oxygen in planes are recycled for every flight. It's less expensive to do that for um, plane companies. It's also a lot colder obviously if you've ever been in a plane you know that and as you kind of scope up the um, atmospheres it gets colder as well. Um, they also do this on purpose due to the way bacteria grows. Bacteria needs to grow in a warm, dark, moist place. And since it is already dark and, you know, people are coughing and breathing and all that stuff, it needs to be really, really cold. So with that being said, I have read on numerous articles, I'll link one of them down below, but there's these rumors kind of going around that like the flight attendants, after the people get off the plane, that they don't clean the chairs. Uh, or where they're seating, they only clean the pull-out tray. So that being said, that's a breeding ground for bacteria, uh, ew, and I would suggest bringing some type of Germex or sanitation wipes because nobody's cleaning that window that you're leaning on, nobody's cleaning seat belts, nobody's cleaning the light, you know, buttons, so I just would really, nobody's cleaning the, but, um, it's just really, really gross, and, you know, if you're just, you know, putting on your seatbelt, and then you rest your hand on your face, that's a ton of bacteria transfer, so I would say definitely clean the area as much as you can, and that will prevent a lot of the bacteria from ending up on your face, plus that, I would also add, use face wipes, your face, when it's dry, it releases more sebum, so it may be more oily than usual due to um, the lack of moisture in the air. It's trying to compensate, so I would say use some face wipes to compensate with that and clean off the bacteria. And then I would recommend a face mask. If you're a guy listening to this and you don't want to look like too bougie out here, I would say there's liquid face masks that are just as moisturizing and just as effective and you will not uh, bring any attention to you. I like to use really very moisturizing face masks. I think they work the best and you can do that, take a nap or something. I double the time, so if my face mask calls for 10 minutes, I use it for 20 just because of the different air moisture levels. That would be my best bet. To tangent off that, I would use the hours you have in the plane 
the most to sleep. Your skin regenerates when you are sleeping. We all know this. I would say take the chance to catch up on many hours of sleep as possible. If you land there at night, then you can sleep again. This helps by bringing a melatonin. Five milligrams to 10 milligrams is usually um, preferable. Don't get used to melatonin though because it actually disrupts the natural melatonin produced in the body so it can actually hurt your sleep schedule and able to fall asleep or your ability to fall asleep um, in the future. So I would just say be careful with melatonin but I use melatonin and then I put on my face mask and I knock. So <laughs> I try to sleep as much as I can because I know that's when my skin regenerates. Yeah, I would also bring some type of face oil. Um, I would also bring some lip balm. It is the first part of your skin that dries out the fastest. I would not bring hydrating mist on the plane because what happens is when you spray it on your face, air is so dry, it's looking for any source of moisture. So when you spray that hydrating mist on your face, the air is going to be like, oh, moisture, let me soak that up. So it actually pulls moisture from your skin. I would honestly recommend just a face mask or face oil. And be careful about washing your face on a plane. I would seriously just stick to face wipes. I heard from an article I'm linking down below, but I heard that the water in the sinks in the plane are actually recycled water from the toilets. I know, really gross. I would not recommend putting that on your face. <laughs> and if you need to brush your teeth, brush it with bottled water. Please do not even touch that. Um, I use it to wash my hands, but that is it. And then I use Germex after because, oh my God, that's so gross. Okay, so another thing is using SPF on a plane if you need any type of moisturizer. I use a face mask, face oil, and then I use SPF. Um, SPF is great, obviously, if you're traveling anywhere sunny. Um, you don't know if you're going in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere. You don't know if your skin is kind of used to different sun rays. Like, let's say you were in Min Minnesota for as long as you know, and you finally go to Greece. Greece um, is closer to the sun, so your skin might get burnt faster, and it's not used to it. So I'd bring SPF for sure. But bring SPF on the plane, most importantly, because think about it, guys, you are closer to the sun. So that being said, the ozone layer is thinner and you need to protect your skin. So that is just all my tips on the plane. With traveling, it's tricky because we, you know, in our society, we've kind of been falsely advertised the idea of traveling that it's not for anybody who has a little bit of money to spare it's super glamorous all the time it's idolized it's the most important thing to post on your instagram like all this stuff i would say guys it is nothing like on instagram if you're just viewing you know wonderlust at twitter if you're just viewing like dream destination places like guys i know that they look beautiful but they're instagram models and there's facetune so <laughs> with that being said I would be so minimal on the makeup, you are going to sweat, especially if you're doing budget travel. And by this, I mean you're not taking any type of expensive taxis, you're not taking any type, you're trying to minimize your transportation to avoid costs as much as possible. That means that you're walking, and that's not a problem. The best way to fall in love with a city is to be around, immersed in it. So, I mean, you're going to be sweating a lot. You're going to be out in the sun or out in the cold. Either way, you're exercising almost 12 hours of the day. So I would say just ease up on the makeup and use the face wipes. 
if you again preparation is how you succeed in life i would say if you're gonna do that make sure you're, you know you have facials done before your traveling experience that's a great excuse to get a facial um, i recommend hydrofacials i would recommend a couple doctors in the las vegas area down below um, hydrofacials are great for just replenishing the skin and making them really really beautiful and glowy so i would say get a facial do anything in your power now that you kind of know what your skin is telling you. Um, do the research. I'm not saying to like clear your skin before you travel. It's very vain, but feel most confident as to where you can wear as minimal makeup as possible. And then just try not to wear makeup when you're traveling. Because it's just based on my experience. I've wore the foundation, the powder, the highlight, the blush, the contour, all that stuff in traveling. And my skin's like, dude, it's 85 degrees outside and we're in like Santorini and the sun's just like beating down on us like it's just not a fit look it looks cute on Instagram but you can always like draw in some blush or something I don't know I would just say your skin is really gonna thank you I know that sleep can be minimal when traveling gone like four days with getting like six to five hours five to six hours of sleep I get that you are excited and want to travel but sleep is super super important when maintaining skin health and also i would recommend bringing an empty water bottle with you you can bring them on planes as long as they don't have water through security this is not only cheap it saves you from paying for water you know throughout most countries actually have great uh tap water um surprisingly like japan and Spain had great tap water. If you can just ask the restaurant or wherever you're going to fill up, you know, a hydro flask or a water bottle, that saved me so much money. It saved me an average of like three to five dollars or five to ten really if you're buying two each day. But hydration obviously keeps the skin super supple and eliminates the opportunity for bacteria to grow. Bacteria does not grow well when the immunity is really hydrated and also feeds off sugar so duh i mean we hear this all the time sugar is really bad for skin but it's actually because this bacteria and acne feeds off sugar molecules so that's just another thing i know it's really really easy to eat every single pastry and you want to try every chocolate in germany i would just say you don't want to pay for it later so yeah, that's just kind of my rundown quickly of skincare during traveling. Um, I want to get more into the science in another episode, but I know that can be kind of grueling for people. But yeah, now we'll go into bonus tips. So my first bonus tips is skin related. So vitamin C is great to take when you are going to get sick when there is bacteria in the air and you haven't got sick yet. So that kind of is the army for the immunity system. It puts on the armor to say, hey, something might happen, let's get ready. So of course there's airborne out there that is vitamin C gummies before you take on a plane that helps the prevention of getting sick on a plane. Number two would be to take zinc vitamins. So the zinc vitamin is basically the ammo so vitamin C actually doesn't help you when you're sick. It just helps the prevention of being sick. So when you are sick, the best thing to take is zinc. And not a lot of people know that. I take a zinc acne vitamin for my skin. And that was a huge, huge problem. And a vitamin I believe I lacked a lot in my skin. So when I took a zinc vitamin, my skin did a huge, huge change. And it was really, really awesome. I take my vitamins at night. And this is 
due to science. So your body actually absorbs vitamins better at night. That's why when you're taking like a melatonin, you tend to get a faster like tends to dissolve in your body and your blood faster. But yeah, I take my I take two zinc vitamins at night and then I take my multi-vegan women's vitamin. And yeah, my body has done a dramatic change. I feel like I have more energy when I wake up. My skin has done a complete three... No, sorry, Allie. <laughs> Allie pointed that out to me. She's like, uh, 360 would be... Anyway, my skin did a complete 180. So my last tip is before I turn to being a vegan, before I had taken a zinc vitamin, those were the two biggest changes in my skin i'd never seen my skin clear so fast i used to have like it reduced down to zero when i started taking care of my skin but i truly believe in what you think about the most comes into your life i know it is so hard not to think of your acne but one tip i really really recommended and it was the hugest indicator that my skin was about to change was I stopped looking at it and I know that's so hard to look at it is because we have mirrors everywhere it's natural to want to obsess and criticize and kind of you know observe your skin but what I did was as soon as I woke up I would look at my skin be disgusted so irritated blah blah, blah. and then when I went to bed the last thing I do was my night routine and I was looking at my face and being disgusted again it was just it was the first thing I thought about when I woke up the last thing I thought about when I went to sleep that's not healthy um they say if you want to be successful the first thing you should do is think about it when you wake up and go to sleep when you think about it or yep you know what I mean but you know what I'm saying is like if that is kind of your entire spectrum that's what your subconscious is thinking about as soon as it wakes up and as soon as it falls asleep it's going to bring more of it um same with success if you were to do that with you know goals or things you want to attract into your life it would most likely happen that way so what i did was it was easy to see it when i was in the mirror with the lights on so what i did was i would light my room light but i would keep my bathroom lights off so I didn't see my skin. I had no idea what my skin looked like day to day. I would put makeup on. Um, I got really good by putting it on by not looking at myself. I would look at it once just to make sure I look I don't look fucking crazy. But I didn't look at it. So when I did my night routine, I'd wash my face in the dark, make sure I had all my makeup off, do a quick check to make sure everything's fine. But I maybe saw my face twice a day. And that really, really changed it because I quickly, you know, I'd... I'd wash my face, make sure I, you know, don't have soap in my hair. And then, you know, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I still have, you know, this huge acne. And then a couple of days later, I still didn't know, you know, what it looked like at all. And I'm like, whoa, I hadn't seen it in forever. You know, that, that sleep, I did get nine hours of sleep last night. My skin looks amazing. So it's just not making it a priority. If it doesn't matter in your life, it shouldn't matter in your life. Take it out. Don't obsess over it. Don't even think about it. And seriously, don't look at it. I know that sounds so weird, but you looking at it and sending it negative energy is not going to really change anything. That's just kind of says, you know, if you're talking shitty about your skin, if your skin, you know, if you hate your skin all the time, your skin's going to hate you back. It's an immediate reaction. I mean, I tell my friends, like, don't even say like, oh, I look so ugly because your subconscious seriously doesn't know the difference between if you're kidding or not. It just interprets language. So um, with that being said, it's just take more awareness on how you speak 
to things and how you speak about your skin because it can seriously do differences. Um, I used to do positive affirmations every night saying like, oh my gosh, my skin looks beautiful. I have clear skin. Um, I put this on my Twitter, but I said um, last year I had told my skin, I demanded that we're going to stop breaking out. We're not doing this anymore. I'm grown. How old am I? I'm grown. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't afford to have skin problems to where I want to go. And I'm not even kidding you. Since January, my skin has not broken out. My skin has stopped. So, I don't know. I think the brain and the body work very, very, very closely together. And with that being said, I'm glad that you guys have gotten some information about the skin. Thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you guys found some insight. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.